The Scoop Podcast is brought to you by Spherix Fungicide from BASL, helping wheat and barley farmers save the season. With two proven active ingredients, Spherix Fungicide delivers more powerful head scab control to finally bring down Dawn. And welcome to the Scoop Podcast. I'm editor of the Scoop Margie Echo Camp. Today, we're having a conversation with Morgan Seeger. She is a digital marketing consultant out of Ansonia, Ohio. Morgan, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk today. So tell us a little bit about your role, specifically focusing on digital marketing in ag retail. Sure. Yep. So I'm currently an independent digital marketing consultant. Um, So I spend a lot of time working with my clients around how their brand voice is, what they sound like, and and how are they meeting their customers where their customers are spending their time, which we know is a lot on our phones, on our computers, and, and that kind of stuff. So um, that's what I'm currently doing. I have kind of a traditional ag retail background. So I grew up on a small farm, was in 4-H. I graduated from Ohio State with a degree in agriculture and spent about 10 years working for Land Lakes And In 2019, I decided to kind of go out on my own. So I had more time to focus on raising my kids and on our own farm. And it has kind of led into now a new career of uh, consulting. That's excellent. So what has it been like transitioning to be an independent consultant and running your own business? Um, So there's definitely been some learning curves, but I started out really slow. So my intention when I left Land Lakes was just to raise my kids and work on our own farm. So I didn't actually have a plan or a business plan, and I guess. But as I had this extra time on my hands, I had past connections reach out and say, hey, can you help me with this small project? Or we're struggling with this. We don't have the right person to spend time to think about this. And so it started out in one or two hour increments a month. And it just has kind of grown as my kids have got a little bit older. And it's been a lot of fun just kind of watching the transition and learning alongside these organizations about what it means to meet our customers digitally. Yeah. So you reference this digital footprint and meeting farmers where they are really in the last decade and a half how has marketing in agriculture changed? So it has changed a lot, but at the end of the day, the way our egg retailers meet their customers hasn't changed a whole lot. So it's more about, I guess, providing air cover for those people. So when they go out on the farm, the customers have a good understanding of the organization, what they stand for, and what kind of value they can bring. And anything we can do to help enable the relationship that the salesperson has on the farm. So helping to tell that story at another level. And then the other piece of that is providing more valuable information online. So we have seen, and and if you look at your own behavior, if you think about a customer's behavior, we do a whole lot more research before we buy things online because it's so easy to access. So making sure that we're putting a voice out there and we're providing good sound information for them to learn from. So that way it just kind of reinforces the relationship at the farm gate. Is there a particular tactic or even a particular method that you think is overlooked or underused? I think that social media is one of the things that we tend to think it's a a side piece. It wasn't ever really a huge priority. It was just if someone has something, let's get it posted so that way we can show up online. And we're seeing a lot more... uh, we're seeing a lot less transactional relationship and a lot more just being social online has made a big difference for our clients. That And the other thing that I have really kind of leaned into is podcasting. 
Um, so I appreciate being on your show because uh, I feel like it's a great way to meet people where they're at again, right? So if you're driving, if you're doing laundry, you have a way to kind of get updates about the industry, learn something about a technical subject you're trying to learn more about or leadership or whatever that is just through listening. Um, so with one of my clients, we host a podcast and I think that that has been been really valuable. So the digital tools, I mean, I used to say I ate analytics for breakfast, right? Because it helped me see, okay, what are the readers looking at? How long are they spending on certain stories? Which stories are trending? Which topics do we feel like we might have a deficit in? And then how do they perform, right? So it's all about that, really that instant measurement that these digital methods provide us with. So how do you help consult with your clients on how to measure success and ROI for the efforts? I'm very curious to what you say on this about social. Sure. <laughs> so uh, actually what I do with any prospective client is I do a quick audit. So I look at all of the places where I can find them online today and just kind of say like, here's how you sound, here's how you're showing up. And then once I start working with someone, we dive deeper. So every month we do kind of a deep dive into their analytics. We look at follower growth and reach and what performed the best and and what maybe didn't hit the mark or what was something we spent a ton of time on and just totally flopped. And then we kind of brainstorm collectively around why is that, you know, why didn't we meet the mark? Um, and the other piece is I do look at my own behavior, my husband's behavior. I think so often we are spending time on social media and or anywhere on the internet and we click on an ad or we give someone our very valuable email address. And what I try to do is sit back and think, okay, why did I just click on that? Why did I give them my email address? What was the promise they were making? Or what did I think I was going to gain from that? So we can be really intentional about creating some of those moments for our customers too. Okay. So what is your favorite part of your job? Oh, that's a good question. So one of my favorite things, specifically in a role as a consultant, is that I'm not in a lot of the day-to-day -day activities. So I get to really sit back and think about the overall messaging and the overall brand voice and just brainstorm around that, which to me is a lot of fun because I've been in the other seat, right, where I know those things are important, but I had so many tasks on my to-do list where now building that into what I do for my clients every week is probably the most exciting thing for me. Do you have one project that is just your favorite to have worked on? I would say the project I've had the most fun sharing with our audience is the Centered on You series that Series Solutions did. So it was a video campaign where they featured the stories of different growers throughout their entire trade area and really got to the heart of, you know, how they are serving their communities, how they are running their operations in a way that Series Solutions is allowed to walk beside them and kind of support their efforts. Excellent. So we are talking to Morgan Seeger. She is a digital marketing consultant across the ag retail space. And we'll be right back after this message from our sponsor. For today's Industry Spotlight, we have Kim Tudor, Technical Marketing Manager at BASF. Kim, tell me a little bit about planting date and the impact it can have on wheat crop establishment. Hi, good morning. Yes, the planting date is very important with regards to wheat production. As most wheat growers know, generally speaking, the earlier, the better. Uh, that way you can optimize the amount of tillers that you have with the end goal being two to three tillers per plant. 
Excellent. So Kim, also talk a little bit about how you recommend growers determine their disease control strategy this season to help maximize yield. Yeah, so one of those diseases in particular with regards to wheat that comes to mind is Fusarium head blight, also known as head scab. And head scab is a problem because it actually creates these mycotoxins, one of which is abbreviated DON. DON is a problem because it can actually have adverse health effects on both animals and humans. So the FDA actually implemented a limit on those DON levels, in particular with regards to cereals that are used for both baking and malting. And that level is actually really low. It's one to two parts per million. So if you take your grain to the elevator and you've got levels, they test for it and it's above that threshold, you can actually see an impact um, and a dockage of 50 cents up to $2 a bushel. So again, um, that potential quality impact can really affect your bottom line. And Kim, how can a product like BASF's new Spherix fungicide help achieve the greatest reduction in disease and DON levels? So Spherix fungicide contains two of the most proven active ingredients for controlling DON. It's metconazole and prothioconazole. And our trials and studies have shown that when applying Spherix uh, to your wheat crop, you're able to keep those thresholds um, below that one to two part per million 90% of the time. The other thing that's important to point out about Spherix is its rain fastness. So other products can take up to two hours, whereas Spherix is rain fast in as little as 15 minutes. And Kim, if folks want to learn more, where would you direct them? They can visit with their local BASF representative or agriculture.basf.us. And that is Kim Tudor, Technical Marketing Manager at BASF. Always read and follow label instructions. And we're back on the podcast and our conversation with Morgan Seeger out of Ohio, but she serves and works with customers across ag retail, across the country, helping them with different marketing tactics, different marketing projects. Morgan, especially as an independent businesswoman, how, how do you manage your time? What is your thought process on making sure that you're getting it all done in a day? Well, I would say the hardest thing is knowing when not to pick up a project because some of these things are big ideas that are really fun that I really want to jump in. So one of the things I've had to work on is staying silent when they're looking for volunteers about certain things that I know are out of my scope or what I can handle right now. Um, But I do have two days a week that I block out and I just really try to work towards that and work towards the deadlines and prioritize my tasks. It is a little bit tricky because I am still doing evening and early morning work uh, before we get the kids to school and all those kind of things. But that has been the main thing, um, especially as I've been picking up more work and more clients, just really trying to make sure I'm level setting expectations and meeting those required things that will have the biggest impact. Oh, excellent. Okay. So Morgan, the catalyst for you coming on the podcast is that you were named to our 40 under 40 class for 2023, a program sponsored by New Farm. So congratulations. Thank you. So I always like to ask the 40 under 40 awardees, what are some words that you would share with others who are in the early chapter of their career in ag retail? I would say the biggest thing that helped me was just always being open-minded. I went into my career with a pretty set idea of what I wanted to do. I knew what job I wanted to retire from. Um, And really, obviously, that's not how things worked out. I was able to kind of step back and listen to the advice of my mentors about keeping an open and active network. And even when I stepped outside of the corporate um, 
my corporate job, I was still able to keep those connections uh, alive, I guess. So that way, when they needed something, I was someone that they thought of. Um, all of the work that I've done has been through word of mouth. And so I guess being open-minded, knowing that not every career path has to be the same and that sometimes that makes it even more exciting. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, Morgan, I like to wrap up every interview with kind of three lightning round questions, okay? okay? So you can answer these personally, professionally, pull from whatever side of your life you'd like. But first, what is the most used app on your phone? Instagram. Okay. What is one prediction you have for 2024? That companies will start using more AI and that they need to probably be really intentional about how they use it so they don't all start sounding the same. Ah, so you're specifically teasing out this idea of like folks using like language learning models or chat GBT for doing some of their communications. Yep. I think it's a great tool to get started, but I would say don't take it at face value, at least quite yet. Oh, excellent, Morgan. That's a great takeaway. Okay. And if I gave you the magic wand and you could wave it and solve one problem, what would that be? Oh, that's such a good question. Can I just tell a little story about it? Absolutely. So my my kids um, saw a shooting star one night and they all made a different wish. Well, three of the four made a different wish and one wish that Santa would come back, one wish that trees would never fall down and one wish that drinks would never spill. And I was just so impressed by the way they were thinking about the problems and the, the way they could solve them. So I don't know if I have an insight like that, but I think that if drinks would never spill, that actually would probably solve a lot of problems. Morgan, thank you so much for sharing that story. That is so beautiful. Okay, Morgan, congratulations on being named to the 40 under 40. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. If folks want to find you online or across social media, where would you direct them? Yep, I'm just Morgan Seger everywhere and Seger's S-E-G-E-R. Um, so LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, those are all good places to find me. Excellent. So I am Margie Echelkamp. That is Morgan Sager. Thank you all so much for joining us on the podcast today. Please go ahead, give us a five-star review. If you are listening on our website, find the Scoop Podcast on your favorite podcast player, hit that follow and subscribe button. And until we are back on the podcast together, I wish everyone a safe and productive season. Hey, Peter. That's me, just an ordinary guy. Listen, quick favor. At least I used to be, before Spherex Fungicide. With two active ingredients, it gave me power to defeat Don. Now... When you're done thwarting evil, you mind getting my cat out of that tree? Everyone thinks I'm some kind of superhero. And I thought I heard a runaway train earlier. So I get a lot of save them and fix that, and of course, epic hero montages. But hey, for wheat and barley quality, I'll do what it takes to save the season. Spherex Fungicide from BASF. Always read and follow label directions.